The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's been a long day. Grab a cold drink and step into the man cave. Your hosts, Ray Austin and J.D. Harris, are getting the discussion together, so it's sure to be an exciting hour of fun and talk. We want to hear from you, too, so get ready to speak your mind. We don't judge here. Now your hosts of The Man Cave, J.D. Harris and Ray Austin. Happy hump day. What's going on? Welcome to The Man Cave. Yay, yay. J.D. Harris, come on in and close the door and relax and join us in The Man Cave. I'm J.D. Harris. And we have Ray Austin. Go ahead, Ray. Introduce yourself. Uh, yay, yay. Am I okay to do that? Is that is yes, that, you're okay to do it, Ray. Is that, not copy, is that not copyright infringement or anything? Okay. I don't know about that, homie. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, people? How you doing? This is Ray Austin, and I am excited to be here in the man cave. Man, I wish you guys could see my man cave. We are ready to go. I am ready to go. JD, are you ready to go today? You know this, man. Well, let's do it then, man. So... What you got? What you what? Uh, how you want to open this thing up, brother? Well, we're gonna first start off. Why don't you tell them about yourself, man? Tell them who you are, what you do, and all that. Oh yeah. Hi, hi, I'm Ray Austin. I'm a Sagittarius. I like long walks in the park and and chitlins. Um, I don't know if there's anything else we need to talk about, but uh, no, I um, a University of Tennessee graduate. Uh, played football there in the '90s. Uh, defensive back, safety. Uh, played when. When when UT was good, you know, I still bleed orange, but I bleed bleed horrible orange right now. We're we're not we're not doing like we used to. I was I was kind of like barf orange right now, Ray. Kind of like barf orange. Hey hey Jay, that's you know that's this is not for you to talk about. Like you know we can do this. That's like an internal thing. You know, family okay, okay. we talk about. Okay, but, I'll put our business in the street. Yeah yeah, we take we take uh, take offense to that, but um, was able to play with some of the best guys out that, that in the league right now from you know Jamal Lewis, Al Wilson. Uh, and of course, you know, the, the great, great Peyton Manning and um, was just was just just so, you know, honored to play with a guy like that on, on, on my college team uh, was drafted to the New York Jets where Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick was my defensive back coach and my head coach and uh, played here with the Chicago Bears a little bit with the Green Bay Packers slackers, yes. whatever you want to call that. Sorry, but um, uh, I'm a bear, bear. I'm, I, I'm a bear to heart. You know, if you once you play for the Chicago Bears, you're always a Chicago Bear. That's, that's just how that works. And uh, now, since uh, you know, once I went to the Packers and and you know was in practice, and one day I ran through the hole and hit Amon Green, and ever since then I've been an actor. So yeah, <laughs> that's, how that, that, that's how that 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 happened. So. <laughs> is that really how it happened? No, not really. But that's that's how I'm gonna make. I'm gonna let everybody know that's how it happened. But. Well, well, I'm gonna let you know. You did skip one place that you played for, and for good reason. And we'll talk about them a little bit later. And that's yeah. the New York Jets. I, 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 I you know, I, I, you know, I smoothed over. That's what they were my first home. You know, that's that that's one I mean, of my first NFL jersey. So that's a know. key. That's a key part, Ray, to leave out. <laughs> I was drafted in the fourth round. By the New York Jets. 
I said that. If you if you would take the cotton balls out your ear, you would have heard it. But uh, yeah, it started with the New York. You just say with pride. I talk, I talk, I talk about the Bears. That's my pride. That's where, that's where it all started. So, and so I'll, I'll piggyback off of you. Uh, actually, uh, J.D. Harris played football at Lake Forest College from Waukegan, Illinois. Uh, went on while I was uh, with Lake Forest College. I actually started bottom up in the NFL, literally, uh, with the Chicago Bears. From started from, from the bottom. Now we're here. Man, I, I I got the George Jefferson story. Uh, how I, how I got in and uh, had the opportunity to be on the uh, from PR marketing to or equipment to PR marketing's. Then I did scouting for the last three years. Worked in the scouting department uh, under Rick Spillman. Uh, who else? We had uh, George Payton, who's at Minnesota with Rick. Uh, we had Bill Reese and. Rich Spielman's with uh, Minnesota right now, right? Yeah, he and George are with uh, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. And uh, mentored by, like, Dwayne Joseph. And then from on, uh, from the Bears, wanted to grow up a little bit, went to the Mistake by the Lake, and went to Cleveland. Uh, mm. Any mm. fans in the house, there mm. you go. Um, mm. And then uh, also spent a little time with one of your teammates for uh, kind of took a step backwards and worked with uh, – did an internship with the Indianapolis Colts with Peyton Manning and a crew uh, back when playoffs, Jim Mora was there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so from then on, went on and coached college at UW, UW Platteville, where we used to go to training camp for the Bears. Uh, and then from there, uh, Trinity International, Luther College, and Benedictine University. And then finally, I decided to do a LeBron and take my talents to France and Italy. So you threw, you threw the smoke up when you left? Did you clap the hands and smoke went up? No? Man, look, look, I took my scarf and wrapped it around my neck. And got <laughs> <on the plane. laughs> you took the snow up, you just threw the snow up in the air. Yeah, look, look. A river dirt. <laughs> so uh, that must have been cool to be, uh, you know, coaching overseas. I think that's pretty dope. Man, it's a challenge in a different way you would expect. Uh, it was fun. I mean, you know, anytime you can go to a place where there's just totally different culture that you're accustomed to and lifestyles and uh, and football there, because what happened after NFL Europe broke up, uh, the little municipalities started taking on and taking over their own teams and corporations and stuff like that started investing in the teams. And so we basically going there, these guys, they're in some countries, they're like the outcasts. This is like, yeah. you know, when hip hop first started in the basements type yeah. deal. Uh, yeah. But then uh, if you ever get a chance to read a great book is by John Grisham called Playing for Pisa. And it actually talks about the league that I coached in in France or Italy. And yeah. it's progressed so much like, you know. You got national news covering it. You have you're mic'd up for games and all that, which probably got me in trouble. Why I'm probably not welcome back in France because uh, I probably said some things when I was mic'd that I shouldn't have said. But you know, you live and learn. So you that, didn't watch. You, you, you didn't watch. You didn't watch your French. I didn't watch my French. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you got the drum line there, and I probably get. Corny. Yeah, yeah, that was corny, but hey, it, it happens. You play for the Packers. It, it happens. So uh, basically, and through that, that's how uh, 
guests and friends, you know, we're using this as an introductory, but that's how Ray and I uh, met up. And we met up hanging out doing what, Ray? Man, in the basement, in the in the cave, just after practice, you know, a lot of the fellas, we would get, you know, I just, I just remember some of the guys used to come over to the house, you know, from Walt Harris and, you know, Thomas, all those guys. Would, would, Tom would, Carter. Paris, Tom Carter. Carter. And we would just go down to the basement, man, and just play video games <laughs> and, talk, <laughs> and talk trash and play video games and talk trash. That's all we did. Oh, yeah. I remember the Tekken tournaments where the wise even got involved at Tom Carter's house. Uh, Big Rico and everybody in there. And Rico was one dude that you definitely didn't want to beat because when he was happy, he was intimidating. Rico McDonald. And and didn't his brother play for uh, the Bengals, right? The Bengals. No, Rico played for the Bengals. Darkest African linebackers I have ever seen in my life, and I was I was on the same team as them, and was still nervous to just just to be on the same field. The brother had so much intensity, man, and I was just like, "Good lord," you know. And one of one of the one of the one of the greatest guys you can ever meet, though. Big strong hands. <laughs> big hands, big hands, man. Ooh, man. Solid head. He he was the head of his class. I mean, that boy had a big old head, man. He was he was headed on the right way. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I can't defend myself from Rico. Uh, so I'm just gonna leave him alone. So Rico, next time you see us, I'll be like, that was Ray that said that. <laughs> yeah, I got no. the evidence. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shouts out to the McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so man. But uh, get into things, man. Wow, what a year for football. It has just been, you know, all kinds of stuff starting off. I mean, controversy, trying to go after the commish, you know, cats getting removed from teams, you know. Man, what's going on? The NFL right now is worse than reality TV. I mean, it's that bad right now. Like, this is, you got to admit, it hasn't been this much controversy you know, with so much going on off the field, I don't even, I can't even see how the guys can even concentrate on the field. I mean, back in the day, it wasn't like this. It wasn't so, you know, social media has just, just, I mean, just put a damper to me on, on all the sports alone, but it's just been a freaking chaotic year. And it hadn't, we haven't even gotten into the, 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 the middle of it yet. Just blame not just social media, cell phones. Period. Because so, now something happened, people have it uploaded. Everybody has access. Like now, everyone has access to us on this forum. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And, and, and it's so and it's so crazy. You have to watch specifically what you say, how you say it, what you're doing. I mean, it's it's you know for you know the 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 you know not to just start talking about it now, but the whole Ray Rice thing, man, it's just like that took up so many weeks of NFL that you really couldn't even focus on your fantasy football team. You was too busy worrying about if what's going what's happening with Ray Rice. And then after that some other guys went down. It's just like it's it's crazy out there right now. It's crazy. And yeah, usually it doesn't go down with marquee players. That's the other thing. Sometimes it's the guys that are kind of just lost in the system. Yeah. But but you're talking about like AP. I mean, you're talking about faces of the league. And you're right, though, Jay. I I mean, because you all, but we we were talking about this in the gym the other day. It's, you know, if it was, you know, I I was never a million dollar guy. 
I was never a millionaire. I was I was a thousandaire, you know. I was a thousandaire. Was a thousandaire. I was a thousandaire, you know. And and and, and if it would have happened, the, you know, the the league has its levels. You know, if you, you have the 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 rooks, the free agents, the guys that are just trying to make it day to day, and then you got the rest of us, you know, and then you have those marquee players that really where the NFL, you know, makes their brand name off of the Mannings, the Burt Fars, the Aaron, you know, the Aaron Rodgers, the APs and the Ray Rices. So when something happens like this on such a huge magnitude with a key guy like this, it's a it's a shot. It's a shot in the armor for the for the NFL. But if it was, you know, one of those other guys, I, I, I clearly would say this would be this would be gone and over with probably three days ago. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, it's just a sign of times, and it shows where where things are going. Everything people have full access, and uh, that's what we're trying to do here with the man cave too. Give you access to different perspectives uh, from an inside perspective of uh, former players and being networked with uh, guys still in the league and, and in different sports. Uh, that's that's why we're gonna have some fun with this stuff because you're getting a variety of perspective on the information that's going on. And so Ray and I often have these debates on man, really come on, you know, from a player's perspective and from a front office slash coach's perspective. But we'll get a little bit more into that. Um, we're going to go ahead and um, go into break. and But when we get back, we're about to fire off and start talking about these games and this crazy week in football. Let's do this. Let's, Let's get this done. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Ray, when you hear that beat coming in, it make you bob your head, don't it? It is kind of fresh. Shouts out to the production for that. That was uh, I like that. That makes me get a little groove going on. It's kind of like the hype music right before you have to go out on the field. You know, it's like dig it dig it Yeah, I like that. That's what's up, Ray. I think you might have to work on your uh, music skills, man. <laughs> I was a third grade beatbox champion of North Carolina, and if Chats out no line for that. You don't you don't have no idea these skills for real. Don't get it don't get started. Okay. So recap it on the past week's games, man. What game uh in the NFL or college stood out for you the most? Oh my gosh. I mean, come on now. We need to talk about I mean, personally I would like, you know, the, the Tennessee Florida game because that's such a big game, you know, for the SEC. People don't realize how big of a game that is. That was so big, J.D. J.D., how big was that? Say, say, I mean, you say, Ray, how big was that, Ray? Ray, how big was it? <laughs> it was so big. <laughs> it was so big, 100,000 people check aboard a stadium. Come on, son. How you get an email out to 100,000 people and say you got to wear an orange shirt or a white shirt? We was colorful. We went orange and white in an entire hundred thousand man stadium. Come on, you sure man. you guys weren't giving away stuff free like Michigan was? Uh, we don't do it like that. See, we pay attention. We pay attention. That's how we do it. But it was again. I mean, it went down to the wire. I mean, you know, I again, I'm I'm a, I'm a SEC fan. You know, I'm a Tennessee, of course, you know, fan. And you know, not being Florida is a big damper on our on our entire you know season. But you know, you got to think about all the upsets, man. You know, Oregon. Oh my gosh. Wait, oh, wait, you what go about down. Alabama. Yes, I man. was. So happy what? Yeah, roll time. Alabama. The, the, that's the NFL. What do you call it? That's the NFL prototype. Uh, you know, uh, they just they just churn out NFL players year by year, and they go down like that. That was rough to watch, right there. Yeah, and it's funny too because uh, today I was reading on the lines that uh, AJ McCarron was saying uh, one thing that they're lacking at Alabama this year is true leadership, <laughs> and uh, I mean, and he could say that because he was he was the extension of the coach on the field for four years. And That's so, <clears throat> but <clears throat> one of the things that you start noticing, like with a team like Alabama, what happens to the guys when they get to the league though? They don't ball out. I mean, not all of them. What was funny, the receivers start balling out in the league, mm-hmm. like from Alabama, uh, <laughs> like uh, Julio Jones. Leo Jones, yeah, you got you to gotta give him his props. He's doing his thing. I mean, a lot the running backs are struggling. I'm surprised, man. Well, I'm, I mean, besides Mark Ingram, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys are struggling, man. What I heard, uh, you know, through a mutual friend that had worked with an organization that had two uh, drafted two players from uh, Alabama, they were saying the guys come there, they're just so beat up when they get there. Uh, mm-hmm. they, like uh, They were talking about uh, Qu- uh, Trenton Richardson. Said he, you know, his knee was he was beat up uh, when he got drafted, wow. and so, yeah. you know, that happens. Mark Ingram, 
you know, like the new back that they have now, that big back. He's taken he, – he reminds me of Earl Campbell. I mean, he's a very aggressive runner. But, you know, you're playing in a top conference like that for yeah. three or four years on top of you know Saban is working their butts off during the week. Exactly. <laughs> and being in a running system, knowing that you're going to get that, that rock, you know, 25 to 30 times a game. So, yeah, you're right. That's a, that's a good point. I never looked at it like that. So those guys have some credit on their tires while they're in college. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and so that's where it becomes a little problematic for them in the pros. But going on to other games, Notre Dame, Stanford. Oh, man. I, you know what? I tell you, Notre Dame looks real good this year. I'm really excited to see Notre Dame. I've, I've never been a Notre Dame fan. You know, they've, they've got a huge following. You know, and the Stanford-Notre Dame game is just such a huge, game but you know it's it's good to see the fighting Irish. fighting Irish is one of those one of those those logos those brands that that you know stands you know with time i mean they, they've always been successful for a long time so it's good to see them back you know in the place that they are right now i can i can definitely see them in that play, playoff run at the end of the year yeah now i'm kind of torn with this because i've grown up a notre dame fan uh growing up in the midwest it was notre dame ohio state even though i was from illinois and then, you know, when Northwestern uh, was doing their thing for that bit of time, I was cheering them on. But I had all, I bled uh, blue and gold. I thought I was going to go to Notre Dame. In fact, I still have uh, Rocket Ishmael's uh, autographed picture over my uh, office and uh, Joe, uh, Joe Namens or uh, Montana stuff in my office. So I, I grew up a Notre Dame guy, but I really like, uh, I've always respected what Stanford has done, uh, being a, a coach of color, minority coach, you know, mm-hmm. going back to the Willinghams and things like that. I've had some good coaching buddies that have worked at Notre, uh, Stanford and Notre Dame. And um, I kind of lost my sh- the same zeal I had going back to Willingham when he was let go. Uh, but Stanford – when Harbaugh came in, I knew he was going to turn him around. And then to see what David Shaw is doing, and uh, it, it, it was I was torn in that game, basically. All that to say is, you know, I wanted David Shaw to do well because, you know, he deserves it. You know, they've taken a place that, first of all, their academic standards are like only Northwesterns and or Notre Dame, and they're winning at the national level. But right, Notre right. Dame... Notre Dame is that girl that kind of fools you. You think she likes you, then once you spend time with her, it's like, ah, yeah, she's pretty on the eyes, but I don't know if I could deal with her on a long-term basis. And that's what I think you did with Notre Dame once, you know, especially with this playoff thing after last year uh, or, you know, when they just got abused. Uh, Yeah, right. right. It's not the Notre Dame of old where they were going and getting as many guys from Texas and Florida. Uh, it, It just... That scares me. Um, well, the- well, well, tell me this. Tell me this, Jay. I mean, with the, you know, and, and, I, and I agree with you. I think, I, I, like I said, Notre Dame is probably back on, you know, the, 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 to be one of the more elite, you know, teams right now. But do you think that the, uh, the whole, you know, uh, academic probation of those guys, and you do think that's going to be a, uh, uh, you know, is that going to wear down the team not having those players there at the end of the year? You know what? I, I think it is because when you're dealing with these other teams, like where now with Notre Dame being an ACC and things like that, these other teams have in-state depth. 
So they're going to get that scholarship kid that's in state. Like when you're talking about an Alabama, you might get a kid that is a preferred walk on. But guess what? You know, his financial aid and all that stuff kicks in. Uh, he mm-hmm. may not be under scholarship, but you still got a good maybe three star prospect from your state where Notre Dame. Right. I don't think from a recruiting aspect, I don't think they're as deep as the teams that they're competing with. Same thing with mm-hmm. a Stanford might have a chance. But, you know, uh, a good friend of ours, you know, worked in the Ivy League. And, you know, you just know what guys are Stanford guys and what guys are Notre Dame guys. And then mm-hmm. you other guys you just know you can't fool. Right. Exactly. And I and I know that one of the uh, you know, it, it's kind of hurt you out a little bit because one of the the uh, players, the various Daniels uh, was a, uh, his father. Philip Daniels was one, was a was an old teammate of mine at the, at the Bears. So. You know, see that his, you know, his son's going through this, you know, you know, he's definitely supporting with through it and through it all. But, you know, it's kind of it's got of got to be a you know tough situation for him and his family. Yeah. It, it, you know what was funny? I actually coached against him his junior year in high school. <laughs> uh, Philip's son. So yeah. it, it's funny, like you're seeing Tom Carter's son playing corner for uh, Stanford and, and then Brian Cox's son. It's like wow. It's like I remember these kids being being babies almost. It's great. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, we got Todd Kelly. His son's playing at the University of Tennessee. Man, it's just you know, the, 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 uh, uh, you got the admiral. You know, his his son's playing in Notre Dame. You know, to see these kids, you know, out there doing the thing. Man, I think that's just got to be the best feeling. That's got to be the best feeling as a dad. Yep. So another game uh, change the subjects a little bit. Another game that probably shocked the college world was ASU and USC. That was another big one. That was a huge that was a huge that was a huge one right there. But I, I think the same thing. I don't know if the Pac twelve uh what they'll do with those teams once they get into the playoffs. You know, the SEC and ACC just has an up on these schools to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think a lot well, I think a lot of the, AC, uh, the SEC schools will have a lot more teams in, you know, closer in the ranking, too, as well. You know, and, and it just seems to me, and this is just my opinion. I'm just going, this is straight off my opinion, but it just seems like the SEC, it, they have a lot more powerhouses in that conference. They just, you know, even even with the loss of Bama, you know, they still have a lot of powerhouses in that conference. I think it's still going to be, you know, heavy SEC in the playoffs game. Without question, I w- I agree with you 100 percent, Ray. Uh, and then you know, like you te- look at a team like Oregon, they're also that up that pretty girl, but once you get up close to her, her breast smell. You know, it's like when it comes <laughs> down, to, it's like she looked like Holly Berry, but she got halitosis going on, and that's wow. <laughs> that's what I feel like is going to come out of Pac-12. Those guys are going to get there. You know, they're going to make it and. Once they once the lights get a little bit brighter and those stadiums get a little bit bigger, and those butt kickings get a little bit more severe for them. yeah, and then but like you said, uh, with Alabama, the SEC is going to beat themselves up. So the, the you know the 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 you know the thing that I would be looking at is how many of these teams are going to have you know the the can, can sustain through injury through the the hard games day day week in and week out to make it to the playoffs at the end of the season. True, true, true. But hey. There's nothing like the parody. Speaking of that, like I, I know we're going to change subject a little bit, but right now, uh, you following college football a little bit, 
who do you have as your Heisman, kind of your Heisman mm-hmm. favorite? It's, you know, it's funny you said that it's changing. It's, it's changing because, you know, this is just my opinion, you know, with, with Johnny Manziel last year, he put a, you know, being even, even in that race, you know, his, his, his last couple of years, the Heisman means more than just your ability. I always thought that it just means more. It's, it's more about character. It's about being the best, you know, all around player, not just on the field, but off the field. And so I, I, I have to, you know, I'm going to keep, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I still got a couple of more weeks before I make that decision. I don't want to well, put my foot in my mouth just yet. I'm going to be a little bold. I'm going to go ahead and get a kid from basically his family grew up with me, my hometown. And He's literally carrying his team on the back. Melvin Gordon, he is doing some ridiculous stuff out there for Wisconsin. The boy is a man child. I mean, he, the way he runs is so impressive. I, I got to give it to him. And, you know, like you said, time will tell. You know, these schedules start, you know, uh, get down to, that, to the rival, you know, to the heavier weeks. And we'll know. So yeah, exactly, exactly, and like I said, we 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 got we got we got so much football to 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 go, man. It's just it's the season's not even halfway through, so I'm I'm excited, man. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna start a lot of fights between us. I can tell that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I already know. I already know. And, and, and you know that it is going to be some mean, mad gloating going on. So. uh We're going to go ahead. It's a break and we'll uh, touch some more football in a second. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. It's time for a look at sports from behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. This show provides an inside focus on what goes on in the sports world that you don't hear about on most sports talk radio shows. There have been a lot of changes in the way sports on television is presented. This includes rules, looks, and attitudes. Pete Delonzo has a 30-year-plus Emmy Award-winning career working behind the scenes in sports coverage. Now you can get the real story behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Sports. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Well, 
hold on, I got to move over since we are in the man cave. Got to get those old socks out the couch and stuff because it will smell like Doritos up in there. <laughs> uh, welcome back uh, to the man cave with JD Harris and Ray Austin. Uh, one of the things, uh, Ray, you know, before we went into break, we started talking about the Heisman and things like that. But the other thing we got to start talking about because it's just so much going on. Man, what about the NFL games last week? You know, like, for example, New England. You know, people were ready to ask Tom, Tom Brady, ready to throw uh, Bill Belichick to the, to the Sharks. I mean, let's talk about you know, this league. You know, it's so funny. And, this, and that's the thing about it is, you know, every when, you, when you're the top dog and you, you have some struggles and you have some things you got to work out, Everybody just starts, you know, they, they all the bullets start flying. You know, Bill Bill Belichick. You know, I can say I've, I've you know coached under under him, and and he he's a guy that you know when he sees you know you know problems in 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 the in the, uh, in the team, he will rally that team back together. Tom Tom Brady is just at a, he's just in a bad bad place right now. You know, he's in a bad he's he's doing a lot of things wrong right now. And do you think, think it's, it's so much, so much he's doing the wrong thing, or he or doesn't, he doesn't have, have wrong? Yeah, I, 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 and I, and I, and I say that in, in, in meaning that you know a lot of people put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. You know, it's do they have the the the, the talent that they used to have back in the day? No, I don't think so. I think that they've you know made they made some 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 trades that and some some uh to, you know gotten rid of some people that I think they need again. And I think right now he you can tell like I've never seen Tom on the on the on the sideline like looking confused, and he looks. You know, the last, that, that last game, he looked confused. Well, the last game, I, I don't think I, I, he looked confused, Ray, against Cincinnati when they beat the, the games before that. Yeah. yeah. But I think that, I think they, that they have adjusted, adjusted uh, made some adjustments adjustment with the acquisition, the acquisition of the tight end. And who's not Aaron Hernandez, but he's in that genre. Yeah. And that's why they were able to kind of give back to, quote, unquote, New England of the old. Where I mean, they're playing against a very good Cincinnati team, and and they're getting better too as well. I mean, and, and it kind of reminds me of like you know, when, put it like this: when I when I I've been thinking about Tom a lot, <laughs> and I don't mean that in a per. In a per- I'm like, please quantify that statement. But 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 seriously, you know, when you think about him, and let's just kind of switch gears a little bit to the Bears. I mean, you've seen a lot of the the mistakes that that Cutler's been making lately, you know. And and when you have these 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 elite quarterbacks as Cut and 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 and, and Brady, you know, making a lot of those mistakes early on. I mean, it, it puts a damper to that hold team. On, I hard. gotta stop you there. I'm no, I, I did not. Wait, 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 hold Cutler. on. I am and not, Tom Brady not comparing, I'm not comparing the two. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you have two. But, but wait, wait, no, you said elite. So you're calling Jay Cutler an elite co- quarterback. Listen, I do. Do I yes, think no. that? That's not what I, we we've had this conversation before, and and I I will say, physically, Jay Cutler is one of the top, in my opinion, quarterbacks. Does I would he, agree. Does he, does he play? Like a top elite quarterback on a daily basis, I can't say that. No, but I've seen him do some things with good receivers, and now with an elite receiver core, that he is dangerous. He can be very, very dangerous, even and for his own team. You know what? He can be his. He can be the team's gift or curse, and and that's that's a that's a good point. But I still, again, when I look at what these defenses are doing. You know, 
if 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 Cutler's in his in 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 his game, he is a gunslinger. And he's gonna make things happen, you know. But that's you know that's the nature of the beast, you know. Being a gunslinger, you're gonna make a lot of dis- you know you make a lot of bad decisions. And I just think you know a lot of these these uh these these defensive schemes are really kind of they're 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 getting so complicated. I think they're kind of making the quarterback struggle a little bit. Well, I'm, like I think about when I think gunslinger, I think about Warren Moon. I think about uh, Brett Favre. And Brett Favre threw a lot of interceptions, but yeah. it's deeper to me with the comparison of like a Brett Favre to a Jay Cutler. Brett Favre, first of all, his team, he just, from outside looking in, everybody bought into Brett Favre. You were in Green Bay for that period of time. You played against him. Mm-hmm. Everybody believed in Brett Favre. Even mm-hmm. if he threw an interception, he is not going to go down. You know, He's still going to compete, and you're going to see it. I don't get the same body language with Jay, uh, and I think that's a huge difference. And 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 you know it's so funny you said that because Chicago has that same feel about Jay Cutler, which is you know it's it's hard to, it's hard to watch. It's it's all like you all and you always bring up the girls. <laughs> he's, he's 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 a potentially a ten, but he sometimes looks like a six, and it's it's, it's tough. He his body language a lot of the times gives off. So you, you haven't met like you said you haven't met that good looking girl, but then when after you get to know you, like man, this girl's an idiot. You know that's so that that's sometimes Jay Cutler. You know he he is probably the most he's like a prototype quarterback in the NFL that you'd like, but sometimes it's just not there. It's just not there, and it sucks. It sucks for it sucks for the city because the city of Chicago is such. They're so behind Chicago. They are so so behind the Bears. They want them to be successful, and it's just he has the the, the pressure of making that happen, especially after they sign that huge contract. He has he has some he has some making up to do for this team. And yeah. and, and then you know you go on. I, I mean, talking about some other games like Arizona Cardinals going to uh, Denver. And Arizona went down to, you know, Drew, Drew Stan got hurt, and they had mm-hmm. to put in a rookie from Virginia Tech. And um, you, you lose uh, uh, Kalidas Campbell, what, what was deemed as a uh, dirty cut uh, by the offensive guy. But, you know, that actually hurts uh, a team at times. Like, and I didn't really feel like the cut was as dirty. I know Bruce Arian said it was one of the dirtiest plays. I think he did not see his other uh, lineman engage with Calais. Uh, Calais. And Calais is 6'8", you know, right. uh, and, and that happens. But, you know, you the game in itself is just so much parity going on in the NFL. You know, uh, you would have thought that Arizona would have matched up even better with Denver because, you know, uh, acquiring Cromartie, uh, being able, you would think that he can line up on um, Demarius Thomas and then, you know, having uh, Peterson, Patrick Peterson, to me, who's the best all-around corner in a, in a game, you I know, think- whether he's playing zone or man. Uh, I, th- I thought the game would have been a little bit closer, but mm-hmm. then, you know, one of the things I think the Achilles heel for the Cardinals is being able to run the ball, and that's how you beat Peyton Manning. You mm-hmm. blitz him, and you are you blitz him, and you you hit him. That, that's, that's, that's one and two. You know what the third is you you run the ball so you can keep him off the field. That's what I said. You hit him, and you, you run the ball. You, you keep him off the field. You have to keep him on the bench, and that that's that's the only. That's, those are the three you know steps to beating Peyton Manning. But going back to Patrick Peterson, man, you know I watched a few um, uh, videos of of that guy. I mean, when I when I say 
the most complete defensive back in the field. You know, they, 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 they've had some, you know, back and forth with, you know, you know, Sherman, Revis, you know, Patrick Peterson. But when you see somebody like a Patrick Peterson, you know, the, the height, the length, the width of his arms, his, his hands, his, the way he moves as a big guy, I mean, that has to be the, a, a wide receiver's nightmare. And the fact that I get the I get the chance to go up against Crabtree and Larry Fitzgerald every day. Well, Crabtree is not with uh, Arizona, but uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, I'm sorry, Mike Crabtree. Yeah, my, yeah, exactly. My bad. But I get to go up against those guys every day. I mean, that you can't get better than going up against Larry Fitzgerald every day. I mean, that the, the he if he's not besides Megatron, Larry Fitzgerald is one of the best wide receivers in the in the game. But to be able to go up against him every day, that can only make you better. I think that, you know, I, I, I definitely think Patrick Peterson is a better, uh, one of the better corners. But I, I think an uh, underrated guy, even though he got exposed this weekend, is Cromartie. I thought that Cromartie, you know, you're talking about he's bigger than Peterson. I mean, the guy has the arm reach of a dang NBA uh, small forward. <laughs> uh, it reminds, in fact, he reminds me of a Charles Tillman with, with better man covering skills. Yeah, yeah a, lot, a, lot, a little bit more elusive, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, and, you know, going on, you know, with the NFL, the other good game, which, you know, some people are alarmed, even though they won, uh, was Seattle versus Washington. And, man. I mean, hey, uh, my man, he, he, he said it right. I, I've said it before, I'm a Russell Wilson fan. Russell, Russell Wilson is the consummate professional at quarterback in the NFL. He can do everything you want your quarterback to do. He can win a game for you, but he can also manage the game for you. And uh, and all champion quarterbacks, I don't care what anyone says, are game managers yep. as well. Yep, yep. I mean, yeah. he made some. I, I, I was, you know, I've always been impressed on his his throwing ability. But you know, you know when you get a Russell Wilson, what do you have to stop? And you have to stop him getting outside the pocket, making those moves and taking that ball. I mean, he, he did it with so – he was so elusive and so good at it. And here's the other thing, Washington's scheme. And, you know, uh, Ray Lewis and them hit on it a little bit. Is like when you have a running quarterback, the last thing you want to play with him is a lot of man coverage. Because, yep. you know, yeah, you're blitzing, but he gets out of there. You know, you're sending vertical routes upfield. And a yep. guy like that that can move an open field, and he's just so savvy. And that's the thing. The, the, the guy, I mean, he reminds me if I had, you know, they say often, you know, like with scouting and stuff, who would you compare this player to? Mm. And I would have to compare Russell Wilson. I think he's a cross between a young John Elway and a Drew Brees, uh, a, uh, a more athletic Drew Brees. Um, you know, the ability to scramble, but also to be have pinpoint accuracy. I, I, I mean, out of that group with him and RG3 and Luck, I mean, Luck is good. But yeah, yeah. If, if I have to take my dude with me, I'm taking Russell Wilson. Well, I know we're getting ready for another break, but I want to come back and start the next session off. We're talking about the Redskins cheerleaders. I mean, or, I mean, but the Patriots cheerleaders. What they did. The Bengals cheerleaders. Oh, the Bengals, <laughs> man! I'm 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 all over the place today. Devon Steele's and his daughter, man. I mean, I think that's that's a huge thing because it is Breast Cancer Month, and I just would love to talk about that for a little bit. All right.
is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or send an email to JD Harris at high-intensitysports.com Now, let's get back to the show. Ray, Ray. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, man, I uh, just, you know, you know, it being Breast Cancer Month and, um, uh, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty, uh, a touching place for me. You know, my mother passed away of breast cancer, you know, God rest her soul. She was, um, such a, was probably one of my biggest fans, you know, and to, you know, see a lot of the sports, a lot of people would jump on the bandwagon, you know, that's cool. You know, it's, it, I, I, you know, everybody wearing pink and some people just doing it just, you know, as I know a lot of people do it, you know, for fashionable ways to market things or do whatever, but, um, what, you know, what the, the Patriots cheerleaders did for Devon Steele, you know, wearing his jersey, uh, that I, 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 I was, I was, I was moved by that, man. I, I get moved by stuff like that. Cause it's like, you know, there's little things like that and that, that, that kind of, you know, you know, it just, it's just like makes you feel good about the sport of football. It brings back the good memories. I was watching an old clip of, um, uh, a little kid for it was, I think he was at a University of Nebraska um, uh, practice, and they gave him a whole uniform, and you know he was uh, I think he was had a, had a brain tumor or whatnot, and he was recovering from it, and they you know set up a whole defense and an offense for him, and you know gave the kid the ball, and he ran you know for a touchdown, and all the guys you know pushed him up, and you know that'd be something that he'll never forget, you know. And I think this is kind of one of those things that, you know, Devon still will never forget. You know, I, it moved me, man. I just thought that was really special. And, you know, so far his, I think what, his jersey's, what, raised over a million dollars right now? Yep. Yep, it, it has. And uh, 
just dealing with the whole thing with breast cancer, I have a good friend out here in Arizona. Uh, she was actually featured on Good Morning America about two weeks ago. She is an avid football fan, and I call her my personal photographer uh, mm-hmm. because when I do different things, like with the Cardinals guest coaching and things like that, uh, Natisse has been there to take pictures. And, I mean, this woman, like, she's so positive, uh, mm-hmm. and she's fighting. You know, she's going through her chemo now. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, a, a single mother, three boys. Um, and uh, in fact, they did uh, just did a huge thing with her uh, where she because she had never been married. And so she did a, a photo shoot and a wedding like a wedding type reception with her boys uh, and just a great thing. And just seeing her perspective on life with it. In mm-hmm. fact, so uh one of the good coaches a uh, good friend of mine that coaches for the Arizona Cardinals coach Racone uh Rapone he actually treated her to a game and so you know it, it just to see her expression and her energy with is like she got to go behind the scenes you know how it is like the things we take for granted uh yeah. working yeah. in the league you know going in the back tunnel and you know sitting in a coach's box and stuff like that. So yeah. to see her and how excited she was for two days, it just, you know, she didn't, she doesn't, she didn't know how much she inspired me. In fact, uh, we got another hookup. So we're going to the hockey game to the Coyotes opening tomorrow. But it was like, you know, just to see sports and what, how sports can have an effect, a positive effect on yeah. people, you know, because like like we said, lately starting off this year it was so much drama, and it was all negative, and mm-hmm. you know it's like now just giving that attention to the positive things uh, it just really means a lot. So I, I'm, uh, it was definitely touching to see the stuff with even Robert Kraft uh, donating twenty five thousand dollars and yeah. all the yeah. other different. For people is, uh, I mean, and seeing that, uh, seeing still, I mean, in tears is it, awesome. And and to see all the, you know, and, and again, some of the things that other people don't, you know, get a chance to really see. I know right after the game, everybody sees the guys, you know, talking to each other. People don't know what they're saying to each other. But, you know, these are these are players, these are friends, teammates that you, you know, you've not long not known through the years, through college. Uh, uh, through other teams, you know, just playing against them, you just get a level of respect for them all. But when it comes to family and, and your family, you know, they take that very serious. And, you know, I know I, I, you could just see all the guys going afterwards and just, you know, uh, just giving him their, his support from the other team. And it's just, that's just, a, it's just a, it's a great, those are the type of things is like why I love football and why football is a part of my life. And it was always a part of my life, you know? So, yeah, absolutely. So change, changing on to other things, we're going to go ahead and we're going to start this thing where we're uh, uh, in the next few minutes before our show ends, we're going to start picking games and uh, taking notes of who picked what and how I will continue to defeat Ray and things that we do. So uh, wow. the first game we have Indiana Houston. Who are you going with, Ray? I'm going with Houston, brother. I'm going with Indy. Got it. All right, New England and Buffalo. 
<laughs> That's a trick question. I'm gonna go, I'm, I'm gonna stick with my Patriots. I think I think you know, I'm gonna say this, man. I think Belichick, and I've always, like I said, I've always been a fan of him. If I think about anybody who's ever taught me football, you know, besides some of the great defense back coaches I've had, Bill Belichick will pull this team together, and I'm going with the Patriots. I'm going with the Patriots as well. Sorry, T. Wheat, you my boy, but I can't go with your team, man. Yeah. You ain't got a quarterback. Carolina and Cincinnati. I'm gonna have to say Cincinnati is beat that thing. Got to go with Cincy. Same with you. Now, this one is going to be kind of interesting. Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Who are you, going, who are you rolling with? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with <laughs> Roethlisberger. I'm going to go with Hamburger. Yeah, I'm going to go with him. It's just always hard for me to pick for Cleveland personally. So, <laughs> it's Pittsburgh. They could have been playing uh, St. Mary's School of the Blind, and I would pick them first. Uh <laughs> the next game we have Green Bay at Miami. I'm I'm going with the GBs, man. Yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers is just a beast. Hey, he, he he can bounce back better than any quarterback. So he he's he's doing his thing right now. He had a couple, you know, uh, miscues early in the season, but that's he's that's my guy right there. Did I tell okay. you I did some four? Did I tell you I did some four commercials with him? Yeah, you told me. The great uh, dude. Well, we're, I, I'm keeping us on on task right now. Right. Uh, Detroit, Minnesota. Going with, oh, come on. I'm going with the Lions. Go. I'm going with the Lions as well. Yep. Um, the next game, we have Denver versus New York. Jets. Going with the Jets. Uh, yeah, I am going to go with Denver. <laughs> and you know I'm a paid Manny fan, but go ahead. Baltimore, Tampa Bay. Mm, I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. I, I got, I'm, I'm sticking with Lovey on this one. I'm going Baltimore. Okay. Jacksonville, Tennessee. I'm gonna go with the Titans. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run with the Titans on this one. You know, I want to go with the Titans, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead with Jacksonville. Okay. Dare to be different. San Diego and Oakland. I don't care. <laughs> San Diego. I'm, going, I'm going with the Chargers. San Diego. All right, Washington and Arizona. I'm, I'm going with the Cardinals. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Cardinal fan, so I'm going to definitely go with the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals, and that's a home game in my backyard. I'll be there. There you go. That's it. So, Chi-Town versus ATL. Oh, my Lord. I'm going to have – you know what? I, I hope I hope Devin has to do the same thing that, that Olsen did and run one back and have a great game going with the Falcons. And I love my boys. Bear down, Chicago Bears. But come on, man. You guys got to come together and make it happen. I'm going with the Falcons. I'm going with Chicago. Dallas, Seattle. Wow, I'm going wow. with Seattle. I think they'll get it done, Ray. Of course. Seattle. All right. New York Giants and Philly. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Giants on this one. I'm, I, I think uh, Eli can pull it off. And last but not least, San Fran versus St. Louis. Oh man, I gotta make go. It fast, with, make it fast. Going, Who you got? Forty Niners, man. Forty Niners are gonna skull drug those guys. And um, with that being said, hey Ray, this is our first one. Man. Our next, we want you guys to come back, and we're gonna have some fun. Thank you for joining the cave. Now you got I don't know where you're gonna go, but you gotta get the heck out of here. Cheers, baby. See you guys next Cheers. time. All right, we're just about out of here, but make sure you come on back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. East, 3 p.m. West for another edition of the Man Cave with JD Harris and Ray Austin on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
See you soon. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.